Yo, what's good? It's yours truly, Dave, the DJ on the Metamorphosis Power of Change. I want to look at the camera, Rich, but okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> what's up, Rich? Man, what's up? And welcome back, man. Basketball season over with, so I got to come back to the show. So you're not going to leave me hanging no more? Nah, man, I'm back for good. Y'all got to get used to me. Face and voice. I can't do this solo solo endeavor. Hey, but you got it, though. You, um, held, you held it down while I was gone. That hey, was the important part. That's all I'm saying, man. I'm trying to be like you, man. But yo, we got something really, really special. I was really nervous about this, man, because I don't like inviting people into my personal space <laughs> you know this is a real intimate moment man coming into the barbershop i don't care if it's a shop or not but we got my main man moochie in the building yo. in his building i'm we just saying the celebrity the celebrity barber himself do, you even, like, do people even call you that dog you know, I hear that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, celebrity boy, but I don't, I don't really care for the name, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, what, what? I mean, how did all that come to be, bro? Uh, I think the first person. I can't remember who it was. So many of them. So I mean, people start seeing <laughs> on the gram, and yeah. you, you see how you slew that yeah. in there, right? Like, you, oh, you cut such and such, and you such and such. I think one of my, my uh, friends gave him a name. Oh, bro, you gotta put your name, Celebrity Barber, down the ground. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of put it on there and rolled with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 worked incredibly for like your your brand, if you will. I mean, people don't really think about that often as a human, as a person. You know, most people think about branding and marketing for businesses, but even as an individual. You know we got a brand mm -hmm. yeah. and you've done very well whether you did it intentionally or not i don't know mm -hmm. but that's why we're here man um you know you've branded yourself very well i mean generated thousands upon thousands of followers on instagram and other social media sites but uh you know mr uh chipotle bag himself the human coloring book <laughs> <laughs> Dog, how many tattoos do you have bro like bro, do you actually have a count nah i'll stop when I, as soon as uh, when I got to my feet, it was just the count was over with. <laughs> Your feet? Yeah, the feet was it. I was like, yeah. Like, you mean that real sensitive pain. spot, yeah. like on the bone? Like, I know that had to hurt. What, what's the most painful tattoo you got? It had to be the feet, bro. <sighs> the bone is just so sensitive and, and less skin, so yeah. that needle's just bone on bone. It's just a, a terrible feeling. <laughs> man, tell, tell me, though, man, like, is it like, I mean, why so many, though, bro? Is it like a dick thing? Bro, I started... Ninth, tenth grade, high school with mm -hmm. one had a little moochie going down my arm and <laughs> the high school tattoo. Yeah, the, high school, <laughs> the two shoulder uh, tattoos, and it's just they got addictive. My friend, uh, I got out of high school. He owned two shops. My boy Ron uh, started tattooing like '08. Yep. We actually went half on a, a tattoo gun. I told him one day I was like, "Hey man, you should." You ever think about tattooing? Because, you know, he, he can draw real good. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, man, you should start tattooing. So, like, we took the, we took our last, you know, the last that we had and just, hey, man, let's go half on this kit. Went half on the kit in 08. And to this day, he's still he's still doing his thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. So you, you made an investment into somebody's yeah. future. I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's funny, though. You do it young, not even knowing what you Yeah, what you know, really I'm just doing to. what a friend to do. You know, we yeah. both was flat out broke. Took our last and just, you know, made an investment. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it wasn't for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure. just willing to help somebody else out. But mm -hmm. it clearly looks like it was for you. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, <laughs> your canvas. You clearly me, benefited man. from this. You don't want to tap me, you know, you ain't never got to pay, but I'm like, man, this is this, this yeah. your livelihood, it's your business. So, you know, you got to treat it like that. Yeah, man. Well, yo, uh, we got some dope stuff we want to really talk about. I really want to pick your brain that I really feel that so many listeners, uh, business people, entrepreneurs, the like, can really benefit from. Before we get there, man, for the few people on this planet who may not know who you are, why don't you give us the, the Kev, Moochie, uh, Spill, in like 60 seconds or less, man. Who 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 is who is Moochie, you know what I'm saying, and, and uh, what's got you this far? Man, I'm just, you know, average, the average guy, you know, went to... Uh, I'm from Fillmore. Moved out here in '96. Went to Welsh. That's when I met my yep. boy Rich. 
Welch. Yeah, that's still the Warriors. Yeah, went went to Welch after that. Bounced around a couple of schools. Behavior was terrible. I was Mm -hmm. terrible in in middle school. While we got along. Yeah. (laughs) Then I went to Sharpstown, where I graduated from, played ball. And then then life hit. That's one of the struggle. and, And you had to really feel like, like man, like you know that question they asked in high school, like what you want to be when like, you grow? what do you want to be when you grow? Mm-hmm. I never, you know, ball basketball was cool, you know, but it was just something, you know. So you mean graduate. you didn't have like the pie and never, sky hoop dreams? Never. Uh, I was good. I was really good. You know, I averaged like twenty five and ten, twenty five and fifteen my senior year, but I had scholarships and stuff like that. But it just basketball wasn't just. I don't know. I just. Yeah. I had that feeling like you ever had that feeling like you wasn't good enough. Oh man, all the time, mm-hmm. bro. And that, I think it was the fear of not being good enough, of being great to go to the next level. So right. like, that kind of just kept me behind. So yeah, cause being good in high school was totally yeah, 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 because it's a, it's levels definitely for everything. And I think a lot of people doubt themselves and, and, mm-hmm. and not going to the next level, just a fear of just not being you know the best. Mm-hmm. So after that, that, I was... That big fish in a small pond mentality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah most definitely, man. So what was your answer, though, man? Did you not have, like, when you were coming out of high school, like, what did you want to do? I didn't know. They were on time. I didn't know. That's, like, the mm-hmm. most real honest just, answer I've ever I didn't gotten, know. bro. I was just... I started working at Champs, selling shoes, and I was like, yeah, it's cool. And I started working at Sports Authority, and I was like, yeah, five years, I'm in retail. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like seeing my life, like man, like this is this this can't be it, like mm-hmm. like what is what is my purpose, like what what did God put me here for, like what is my purpose on earth? I still didn't know. So one day, like I think I was uh I was running with my boy VA. I didn't go to college, so I didn't know what the college I didn't know what the college like feel like. So he exposed me. He came like man, come to the campus one day, you know. Man, Dave, I went there and it's just... Which, uh, which school? Lamar University. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Ah, that, <laughs> that, that really showed me, okay, this is... Whoa, this is college? Like, the girls and it's just... It was mm-hmm. just... It was it, different. It was different. It was yeah. just like a, a giant high school. I was like, man, I just... I'm not ready for this. Like, I, I was luckily like... Man, I couldn't, I could, I couldn't enroll there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he showed me that, this and that. And then, like, the job started getting slow. The manager just was was on me, and, and I just got tired of it. One day, I quit. My dad was like, man, you should never, like, you know, never quit, never quit. You should let them fire you before you quit. He was like, fire you so you <laughs> quit. unemployment. <laughs> he was like, you don't quit. You never let them, you never quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I quit. Boom. I hit, man, I hit, like, a rough spot. I couldn't find a job. I actually went to, I went to jail at the club. For a criminal, they, the bouncer got mad at me, you know, mm-hmm. because I was like, hey, man, what y'all, why, why y'all holding the line? Like, what's up? So they was like, uh, you know, just be quiet when you wait your turn. So he actually got mad. And I, I said, hey, we had some words. And so. Some choice, some yeah, choice words. Yeah, the officer. Some words, some words. We had some words. <laughs> so the officer walked out and, then, you know, he got, he said some words. We had some words. So he ended up telling me my night was over and I had some words with him. So I ended up walking out. And he came and arrested me. Yeah. After I walked off the premises, he was like, I'm taking jail for criminal trespass. After that day, day, my life just went like just a down. I got that on my record, criminal trespassing. Went to jail for like a week. So mm-hmm. then I'm trying to find a job. I can't find a job because I got a criminal trespass on my record, mm-hmm. which is a class C misdemeanor. Gross. Really like a, 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 a ticket. A ticket. That's a yeah, ticket. A, tra- a traffic ticket. Couldn't find a job. Stressed Cause out. Because honest, too. Because yeah. it's not like they're going to find that on Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to find it regardless. They're going to find it later, but they don't know. Yeah. So, so what, I mean, so how'd you, like, bounce back, bro? Man, I had to. Man. Life life was, uh, it was hitting you. It, it, when it hit you, it hit you hard. So is that when you started cutting? Or how long you been? Nah, uh, was I had a kid of, oh, oh six. Mm-hmm. My, my oldest little girl. And that made me just, you know, oh, just, oh, yeah, you got to come with it. Mm-hmm. Yo, if, if girls is different. That's what I'm saying. Like, if children don't change you, like, you're not human. Like, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I, my, my first daughter, my, well, my only daughter, my first kid I had when I was 21. 
Mm-hmm. And Richard tip man, Richard said the same thing, man. When yeah, y'all had jewels, it was a different ball game. Yeah, Everything my, changed. My whole mindset, bro. So I, no, I feel you. I feel you. But like, but the whole haircutting thing, man. You know, have you always been doing that? Like, yeah, I started in middle. I actually mm-hmm. started in middle school. I was cutting my hair with a straight with a razor, mm-hmm. <laughs> edging up from the side, hitting it, raking it down. And then I, high school, I think my mom brought me, she bought me some clippers. I'm out yeah. in the locker room with it, cutting mm-hmm. half before the game, huh. getting it in. One Charging day, people to like doing yeah, something. Yeah, you know, $5. Yeah, yeah, just... One day the principal called me back there and he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, cutting hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was like, you need to have somebody back here like uh, chaperoning you. I'm like, well, I'm 18, like I'm a senior. <laughs> I'm well, now you call me. Yeah. So it, it started from there, but that was never what I wanted to do. Like, because I'm at this point, I, I'm I still didn't know. You was just good. Yeah, I was just you know I was good. I was your average. You know, nobody was cutting high school like that. Mm-hmm. So I think 2000 uh, after I bought my boy a tattoo kit, we both was out looking for a job, couldn't find a job. I enrolled in barber school in '09, and after that, man, I just it just took off. Cause you know I was cutting before that, but I was just cutting like my friends and stuff, right, you right. know stuff like that. A little something here, a little something there. Yeah, man, you know it's funny. I got to do a career day tomorrow, right? I got to go talk to. Can you believe it, Rich? They gonna let me talk to a group of elementary school kids? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. They might not like what you say. I'm just saying, like they know what they signed up for. Um, you sure? I, I don't know. They might. Um, who knows? But anyway, the whole thing is. I got to go talk to a group of elementary school kids and it's not the first time I've done it. Yeah. And one of the things I always tell them is, you know, because they always want me to come in because I'm a DJ and they think it's such a cool profession and it's going to captivate the kids attention. And uh, but I always come in and, and my first statement, like literally scares the teachers half to death. You can see like their jaws drop. Because mm-hmm. they'll ask me, they're like, do you got to go to college to be a DJ? And, and I'll flat mm-hmm. out tell them no. And the teachers all look at me like, no, we want to encourage them. Like, yeah, I can yeah. see it all over their faces, bro. And I'm like, no, you don't have to go to school to be a DJ. Like, you, you, you don't. And I was like, but if you want to get paid, if you want to make money, mm-hmm. if you want to, you know, be successful, I was like, shoot, I'm, I'm more than a DJ. I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. And then, then the teachers all like take a big sigh of relief. Yeah. And then they're like, like okay, he, he's okay. He's yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing is so you're saying, though, bro, like once you started getting that, that formal training, I mean, not necessarily formal, but you know, getting that that um, kind of validation from going to barber college and it just start taking off from there. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I'm sure like the clientele starts falling in. And so, um, bro, it's funny though, because I always thought he was a barber. And I guess that's kind of why, you know, crazy. nobody never knew. Like everybody thought I just played basketball. Nah, just... Yeah. But now it's like you always know. Cause it's crazy, like you said, I met you in middle school, and like I came back and forth from Houston to to North Carolina, and like every time I came back, it's like certain people that you always see. I guess because you in the same neighborhood, mm-hmm. but like whenever we go hoop, I always see Moose, and they be like, "Man, you still cutting here? Hey, bro, let me go get a chop, man. It don't matter." <laughs> and I think it's funny was I think the first time I started coming back was like '09, you know what I'm saying? So it was just. To see where you at now, bro, it's just look, it's man. Amazing. The work itself speaks for itself because I think that's how I got connected through Rich. My yeah. wife. Now, matter of fact, check this out. It wasn't that even was me. It wasn't even me. It yeah. was my wife. My wife was like, <laughs> was like, Rich, who cuts Richard's hair? And so my wife got your number and mm-hmm. was like, Dave, you need to go see <laughs> Mooch. <laughs> I was like, All right, cool, whatever you say. Because that's the thing, man. I don't know if y'all know this, but Mucci is probably responsible. For the birth of my twin. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> but it is well, what it is. I need a trophy for that. I'm that's just true. saying, though. Deserve, uh... and, and I'm probably going to pay Monsters College tuition because I got to bring three boys in here plus mm-hmm. myself. I need, I need that. I'm just. Yeah, <laughs> now, nah, but man, it's, it's a feeling like I, I posted something on Instagram months and months ago. There's like, you know, as a, a young entrepreneur, there are three. In, like very very important people in your life that's your accountant your attorney and your barber because mm-hmm. your barber like sets you up for success man like when i leave here it's not like oh yeah i'm fly no i leave here feeling like yo i'm I'm ready for the world man you and, know what i'm saying and i guess that's the cool thing sometimes too because it is relaxing and then on top of that like getting your haircut is is different 
because I, I know plenty of times I came in here and me and Mucci talked from the time that we got here to the time that we left. And then on top of that, days too, where like we ain't say a word, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you still get a better feeling mm-hmm. once you leave. And like, shoot, we don't have conversations without having conversations. Plenty yeah. of days, you know. Bro, I didn't fell asleep in a chair before. And I know it probably annoy you half to death. Hey, we're still going to get the job. Yeah. Get the job sleep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But man, what, why do you think that is, though, bro? Because like there's such a, I mean, I mean, everybody's different. But do you ever see yourself like not only it, like personal stylist, barber, making sure people are fresh. But I'm sure people come in here all the time pouring their heart out. Like mm-hmm. you, you almost like borderline psychologist. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? I hear it all in this chair, bro. Yeah. So how do you handle that, man? I mean, I'm just trying to get, a, get the best, you know, the best advice I can give. You know, from my, you know, my standpoint of view. You ever had somebody that you be like, bro? I just wish you would shut up. Uh, plenty of times, man. Yeah. But you know, you, but gotta, you don't know Mushi like I know Mushi is. <laughs> plenty of times. <laughs> Mushi gonna tell you to be quiet after a while, yeah, man. Just... Or he'll start talking. And put on the music, and then that's just like, yeah. Man, um, what I really want to know, you know, the whole bread and butter, um, because, yes, you're like an insane barber. I've had other people cut my hair, and not only, like, the quality of the cut, the crispness of the edge up, um, the freshness of the fade, um, but like I said earlier, that feeling that you get when you walk out, like, that is second to none. I don't think I've ever had that feeling and then not only that, man, your, your cuts last. Like, I can go a week, a week and a half before I got to come back. See, them balls and other balls, they, they, they have stepped you, so they can get you to come back every week. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, when was the first, when, I guess, your first kind of high-profile client? Because that's what I really want to talk about, man, how to attract high-profile clientele and, um, uh, and how to maintain that type of clientele, man. What was your first, like, high-end client? Uh, I mean, I cut a bunch of... I think it was really when I cut uh, Tracy McGrady out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's when everybody was like, oh, you know, it was a shock to me because me and my boy said, we used to, like, back in the day, we used to chill, and he used to be like, man, I wish you could cut... Because T-Mac was his favorite player. Man, I wish you could cut T-Mac out, man. Look, he need this look. His edge up messed up this thing. <laughs> I wish you could cut his hair. And then, like, for me cutting his hair... And like just it was it was crazy like man like I'm I'm in his house like I'm really cutting Tracy McGrady out like one of my favorite players yeah and it was I mean after that it kind of I mean it, you know it took off from there but you know people start noticing more and mm-hmm. oh yeah but like what I'm saying how did you how did that opportunity to fall into your lap uh I go out a lot whatever else well, well, I, I did go out a lot mm-hmm. and so you know I met his brother his brother uh, uh Chance. And his brother, I don't know how, but he seen me. He was like, hey, you cut out, huh? He was like, man, I'm going to have to come check you out. So he came. I, t- mm-hmm. I, I cut his out, and he was like, hey, I'm going to plug you in my brother. You know, you can come, uh, you can uh, go to his house, pull up on him. So, he, you know, he gave me the number, and I hit him. He was like, you know, come through. And I was cutting him uh, probably half a year. Uh, Almost half a year. Yeah, yeah. This was why he was still playing for the Rockets? No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It was way, yeah. This was, was he on TV. Yeah, this when he was, uh, yeah, the TV, when he was on uh, gotcha. TV. Though. But, yo, from what I heard, you know, I'm going to have to break it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you were out, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's rule number one. You know, you want to be successful. You want to attract clientele. Yeah, yeah. You ain't, definitely. you got to be out where people, your clientele is, is at. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and then, but, not only being out, but you had a body of work. You know, you've already been grinding mm-hmm. before the opportunity. Like, I, I've met so many entrepreneurs, so many young professionals come to me and be like, yo, man, I'm trying to blow up, trying to blow up. And I'm like, yo, you ain't got nothing. You ain't been putting in no you work. You ain't been putting in no work. Like, you had probably cut hundreds, maybe thousands of heads mm-hmm. prior to that opportunity, yes mm-hmm. or no? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, that's how he found out about you in the first place. So it was mm-hmm. like, you already grinding. You out and about, so you making sure you're visible. You know what I mean? If y'all see me with my eyes closed, just FYI, I'm like borderline blind. Yeah, so, been there. hey, I'm not being real. <laughs> but then Instagram. Instagram yeah, is a free advertisement. Come man. on, come free. on. You're not paying for nothing, and a lot of people don't take advantage of that. Nah, man. A lot of people. And that's kind of where I kind of, you know, got my followers from and, and blew up from there. Just, Insta, just posting pictures, posting mm-hmm. pictures, making sure every picture detail and... And it just it just went up. 
yeah. followers went up, people start seeing it. I'm then I'm out at the club. It's, I hate getting this at the club. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, when you gonna chop? And I was like, hey, I'm not it. Like, I, yeah. I hate it. I, yeah. I just hate it. I'm out drinking. I can be half drunk. Hey, you, can you, you, gonna, hey, you, you got your clippers with you? Like, come on. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> different. Yeah, like, that's a different state. Because I was gonna ask you, like, how would you. Because I know you, you ain't gonna mess up opportunity, but I know you probably have people that would be like, okay. Imagine somebody said, hey, man, come cut me. Or T-Mac was like, hey, come cut me. And then you left one of your guards at home. Man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, man. You see that? (laughs) So, it's like... So I'm at the house and I yeah, left from the guards? Yeah. But being ready. But being ready, though. Like, so what what function you are ready to be ready, you think, in that situation? (sighs) Like, what type of experiences you already been Me? That'll never happen because, exactly. because of I'm always prepared, like exactly. preparation. Like I'm prepared, like, okay, if I don't got this, I can use this, you know, mm-hmm. to cover this. Yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't love stuff plenty of time, but like I didn't ever let an extra bowl that couldn't uh, I grab some paper towel, you know, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And you know, get it get it going. But that I mean I'm sure that just comes with experience. Yeah, that comes with experience. I I've you been know. cutting probably what, fourteen years now, so you know, it's nothing that I really don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, see, I, I'm I'm not like the skill is there. You know what I'm saying? My my biggest thing is so you you, you get uh, like a, a high end client, right? Mm-hmm. And you penetrate that particular market. But how do you maintain that level of success? And then is it just like something that like like the universe, the law of attraction, you know what I'm saying? You you do one and then it's sort of like compound interest, yeah. it builds, or are, are you out there doing some, some specific things, you know what I'm saying? Trying to uh, exhaust your network, you know what I'm saying? Like what, what goes on on the day to day where it's like, yo, I got to make sure, you know, this bill's paid, this bill's paid, this bill's paid, you know what I'm saying? And how do I how do I keep that going? Or is it just you put in work in the beginning and uh it just kinda overflows? Yeah, I just I mean, what to me is Houston. You you post you post a celebrity, they see you cutting them, it's like it attract people, like, oh some you don't you don't even gotta be good, but people are just attracted to celebrities and mm-hmm. you know, you post them, oh he couldn't too I'm gonna go to him. But you know it's I just to say. Yeah, but me, I don't I don't want those people. I want when you come mm-hmm. in my chair, I want you to know that you finna get a nice haircut. Like yeah. I don't want you to come cause of my name or who I cut and you know, I want you to, you know, come cause your barber was messing you up or you just you want a good quality cut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, nah, man. You, hey, you don't ever had to make some saves before? Oh, like somebody <laughs> sat down in the chair and you was like, "Yo, who was in your yeah, head?" Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that comes with the territory. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure every barber had to uh, do surgery. Surgery. That's what it's that's called. Called call surgery. Yo, <laughs> edge up, push back. You gotta bring them a new edge up. I was just gonna ask you, man. Like, nah, what's the man. worst head you had to cut? You know what I'm saying? The worst, the worst. Uh, you ain't gotta put nobody on blast though. I hate people who come and have a grease, grease, uh-huh. grease. Clippers cannot cut through uh, grease. Take some, take that, like, take some notes. Grease. Yeah. Don't come sit in the chair with no grease in your head. You will not get a fresh cut with grease in your hair. So I what? Uh huh. Messes up your country, though. Yeah, yeah. Yo, so what? After Tracy McGrady, man, what was what like? You know, you cutting him for a year. I'm sure he wasn't paying the standard, nah, <laughs> the nah, standard, nah. whatever the standard haircut cost was at the time. He was paying to uh, pull, pull up to your house, feed. Yeah. right? And the extra tip. Look, man, tip your barber. Just FYI, yeah. before before we leave, just make sure you tip your barber. But anyway, or you so, won't get an appointment. Come on. <laughs> um, but after after T Mac, man, how did it kind of snowball after that? Uh, just posting, you know, just people want to see a. Uh, uh, I feel like this this on the Instagram itself. That's, I mean, that's what I use as my platform. Like, I notice people don't just want to see you posting haircuts. People want to see you having fun, living life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I yeah. use that, you know, working out. Whatever I do, I use it to the advantage, you know. And I post that because I'm just seeing how the Instagram works, you know. Because right. I didn't I didn't have a you know a ground where you just posting haircut pictures. You know, people look at that, but they you know uh, 
But when you start posting your life and they see, oh, this person is excited, I want to follow this person, and that's when you sneak sneak some couple of haircut pictures in there. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, oh, because you want them to look nice. Yeah. It's like, what does he do? What is yeah, he doing? What is he doing? You, you, wanna, see it. you like, wanna attract them. Like you wanna that's how you you, you, you get them to you know look at the pics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what's your secret to success on Instagram, man? Because I'm I'm hearing a lot of stuff like yeah. Gary V and everybody's talking about um day trading for attention um and content marketing like is is, is your you gotta go back though yeah so like when did you notice the biggest spike what was the biggest spike of your um your followers on instagram uh because you know, i know there had to be like, a moment where you was like a thousand two thousand and then did you ever go from like very popular well my boy my boy keyron there you go my boy keyron had uh, <laughs> and to pull it out of him come on he posted me and uh, it went from there yeah and uh he posted me and uh then he done some videos and everybody started seeing it so it just it, it took off from there he always then he funny. started posting me and uh that's when everybody started saying uh oh you king key around barbara mm -hmm. that's funny how you become somebody's barber barber yeah so I, I took it from there and i was like yeah i'm gonna roll with this yo don't nobody like there's no better feeling than walking into the shop and not having to tell somebody what to do to your head. Man. Like, let's just be real. Man. Like, I don't, that's one of the main, like, Moochie don't live right around the corner from me. I gotta travel to get here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I gotta fight traffic. And he ain't never available in the times that I be there. <laughs> <laughs> let's just be real. But there ain't nothing like just being able to come in and sit down and, and, and not have to explain yourself. Or, this the worst, this the worst. Like, after the barber done cut your head, you gotta go back, and you gotta look in the mirror and be like, "Hey, yo, like, can you?" I, I ain't never. I, I don't even think when I get done. I don't even think I look in the mirror when I'm done. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hand a mirror to plenty of dudes. Like, man, don't, don't disrespect me. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. And so he don't hand me the mirror no more either. But like, and this is the thing that I got from it. You can take it back to the story, even if you're just listening now. Yeah, he said every time he wanted to take a picture mm -hmm. when he started social. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, you gotta think every time he cut a hair he thinking that's a picture so somebody go a take a picture when they leave and they right. tag him in it it's advertising that's advertising for free free advertising and i know like he cut my whole wedding party from my wedding come on everybody that was in my wedding party he except cut he didn't cut your dj though except for my dj except for your dj your dj was like stuck but you <laughs> had a cut <laughs> yeah so oh you did you did, oh, did. Right, i'm gonna give you that you did that's offer. what i'm saying so like man it <laughs> You yeah, people right, man. Don't but then here's the thing: right. like people, when they want, I don't care if, if you're a barber or you own a business, whether it's a marketing company, even for us as a DJ entertainment firm, people want to feel like they that you get them and that you're offering that mm -hmm. level of service, and, and people want convenience. You know, mm -hmm. why you think McDonald's blew up, bro? Like people mm -hmm. want, they don't want to have to spend here and, and like the worst thing for me when I when I hire somebody to do something is if I gotta watch you do your job and then if i gotta correct you you know and i think this generation like our generation and the generation behind us like that's the thing man i go out to restaurants and i'll ask for something and look i don't expect you to have like a miraculous memory mm -mm. you know and i don't ever just order right off the menu i'm, I'm that guy like you know what i'm saying i'm that dude that wanted to spice it up a little bit i ain't get like that till after i got married mm -hmm. um but you know, I don't expect you to memorize everything, so yeah, at least write it down. That's the point. And then, you know, get my order right. <laughs> That's um, all I came here for. I just came here to eat, so, like, I would hope that my food would be right. Yeah, man. But it's cool not to be able to not have to correct somebody, though. And, like, that's the funny thing, because, like, this used to be my every week barber, but now I can't get an appointment. But at the same time, I still didn't like, have to tell slid that plug like, in there, right? like, I can't, I can't get no appointment. Like, but, nah, it's... Busy people, you already know how that go. But it's funny though. I never, I didn't have to tell them nothing. Yeah, it's been over a year since yeah, I had. You know memory. what I'm saying? And Somebody asked memory. me like, man, how you remember cutting all them hairs? It's like the same way you remember how to drive. It's something you do repetitive. It's yeah. all the time you you doing it. Man. Yeah, man, that's another thing too, man. Like with kids, I bring my kids here, and I've taken them to so many different places. Um, not so many different places, but I've taken Dylan to a couple other barbers. But the experience that we get when we come here mm -hmm. is is like second to none. So, so tell me, bro, like why do you like why do you think 
they just kind of like rush. Cause I mean, yeah, you you give my son the same experience you give me. Yeah, to me, he's fresher than me. I feel like each customer thirty minutes. I don't kid whatever it is. They should they should get thirty minutes of your time. But you know, some barbers see the money is just not an adult, so they they just want to rush through and just really get them up out of there real quick. But you know, me personally, I mean, I treat everybody equally. You know. Yeah, man, I appreciate that because I, I I I'm I'm the kind of dad that like I gotta make sure my son. It's not just as fresh as me, but I try to make him fresher than me. Not, 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 not like a superficial, you know how some parents, they like, you know, it's real, just like, oh, I want to make my son look good, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I think that that's just, it, it'll teach him how to behave in other areas of his life as well. If he looks good and presents mm -hmm. himself, that self-confidence will overflow into other areas of his life, whether it's his schoolwork or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You look good, you feel good, you play good. That's what Dion said, right? And it's like, <laughs> even advertising, people look at kids' pictures all day oh, and they're, like, they're going to like them. Mm -hmm. Versus I post you, you know people are going to see it. But when you post a kid and they just got a fresh edge, that people see that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, that was another reason why my wife made me come. For Dylan. That was funny She saw some pictures of Monster. Mm -hmm. um, Moochie's son man. was like, you need to take Dylan to go see Moochie. I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and that's actually my indicator of how well Moochie has done. You know, like I said, I don't need a mirror primarily because I got my wife. Yeah. And so the way she look at me when I come in the house, I'm like, yo, Moochie didn't stay. <laughs> like, I, I think I... That's a look every every man, wife, or girlfriend should give when they have to get a haircut. I'm just saying. You don't get that look, you ain't getting your haircut right. Man. Yeah, man. And that's what I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, man. Being a dad, too. You know what I'm saying? So, like, having to take monster football practice and doing the other things, and you still have, you know, your clientele to look after. Like, how do you... you you manage your time. Man, it's just, this is a really the best, like, when I stop working for somebody and just doing my own thing, like, the time is, it's on me. Like, I can, I can leave when I want, I can schedule around what I need to do, and it's just so perfect. Like, I wouldn't ask for, like, you know, for nothing else, like, to be working for myself. Yeah. So, uh, what kind of craftsmanship you had to take to, to start building everything up? Cause it's like, I know you You don't like stuff that's pretty much like cookie cutter. So like pretty much a lot of stuff that you did make, I remember in the, in the old spot definitely was like straight from you. So like what what type of hobbies do you have that put you into that? Want to like build out floors and stuff like that? Uh, I can't say basketball, you know what I mean? You know about the basketball. Time management, so I would guess. Cause I know like playing sports, you you already, you always used to having a, a double life pretty much. Like mm -hmm. in sports, you gotta think like, all right, most people just go to school, but like I'm used to going to school, training for something and still playing, you know what I'm saying? So I know that time management kind of helped a lot. You still see yourself going back to saying, oh man, I already did this for sports. Like why can't I spend the grind time doing something else? Mm -hmm. Like. Yo, is it uh like is it intentional or are you just naturally like my schedule is like this because I mean you just got engaged, you know, family man, um, you know, a variety of different you know interests that you got your hands in, whether it be cutting and all your other endeavors. Like, do you have to like have a schedule or? Yeah. You just kind of like, you know what I'm saying? You just wake up and like, man, whatever the day brings, I'm going <laughs> to knock it out of the park. Nah, I kind of, uh, I got a schedule. I got uh, almost booked every every week. That's why a lot of people just, it's kind of like a, uh, it's like a club. Everybody mm -hmm. be hitting my phone like, how can I get in? And, you know, I, sometimes I answer, sometimes I don't. You know, they got to throw mm -hmm. a little secret code in. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, who sent you? <laughs> yep. You know, but... <laughs> I, I feel like, or if you just be like me, you just text him a million times in one yeah, day yeah, yeah. until he responds. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, let me go ahead and respond. Yeah. Nah. Well, I know I used to have to Facetime me. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look at how horrible I look right Bruh, now. For real though, that's it's like, hey, Mooch, you gonna let I'm, everybody know you cut my hair? So yeah, you don't yeah. Let me walk around looking like this. Be like, man, I'll sweep you in somehow. So, so why no shop though, bro? Uh, the shop. 
Everybody asked me that long. Not, I, I worked in the shop for three yeah. years. Oh, really? For two years. Yeah. Yeah. I worked in the shop for two years when I got out of barber school. It was cool, but I'm not in the business to make nobody else money. Like, I'm not building. To me, to me, I wasn't building at the shop. Yeah, yeah. I was bringing all the people in. It was packed because of me, and I felt like, you know, why should I have to pay to work? Like, I don't, I didn't get that part. Like, I'm really paying to work here. To, I'm, I'm really, you know, paying her, paying her rent. It's not building to me nothing. So one day, I just like, hey, my girl, really, she, my girl came with down there. She said, you should cut it home. So we found this apartment with like, you know, the wood floors. Mm -hmm. They call it a sunroom. And, you know, I started doing it out of there and everybody kept asking like, man, how do you feel about everybody being in your house? And, but it started off as, you know, everybody I knew. And it was it was like somebody through somebody. It was never just a stranger just walking up, you know, like a walk-in. And that started the club. Yeah, and that started like the little club, like, you know, to get everybody in. Yeah. But see, I love that though, bro, because like, any business, you gotta like rub shoulders. Yeah, your yeah, network. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I, it happens to me all, all the time. Whenever it's the dry season, mm -hmm. it's slow. You know, I don't I don't just pay for advertising and expect my online ads or my print ads to do the job for me. You know, and just pay somebody and then expect the phone to ring. Like when it's right. the dry season, yo, I'm calling my networks. I'm calling coordinators. I'm calling wedding venues. I'm calling Moochie. I'm like, hey, yo, you know anybody getting married? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you got to get out there and kind of make it happen. Because mm -hmm. if it don't, you can't blame it on the economy. Nope. Your kids don't care about how bad the economy is. Your wife don't care about, you know, who the president is. You know, the, the, you, you got to eat. And it ain't mm -hmm. nobody's fault but but yours. Yours. At the end of the day. They be playing it like, it be, you know, days back in the day when, man, I'm broke. <clears throat> you know what I do? I post a picture of a haircut. Post a couple of pics. Somebody gonna hit me up. Hey man, let me come through. You know, yeah, it's boom, like it's like a faucet. Yeah, you you, you know, if you want to work, you can turn on the faucet. Turn on the faucet. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's something that I've been really flirting with is this idea um, of scalable uh, like traffic and, and and finding strategies that that aren't just so like wishful thinking and finding strategies that if I pay two hundred dollars, I know I'm gonna get fifty people to call me. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been playing around with like the whole Instagram uh, uh, sponsored ads sponsor, yeah. mm -hmm. and, and the Facebook ads. And, you know, I love the demographics behind them. But I, the concept is so dope to me because like the old uh, ideology of marketing, you know, you, you get a billboard, yeah, billboard. you get a, a, a magazine commercial. ad, a commercial, and you hope all these people oh, see it, it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and call you. But now with like Instagram and Facebook, you gotta see it. yo, not it's only do you up, have to see up. it, but you can pick who, who sees who it. Sees it. And in my industry, like yeah. I could pick, yo, we do weddings. I could pick, they just got engaged. I could pick the 20 to 30 year olds mm -hmm. who just got engaged. I can pick, they live in Houston. So I'm very specific. So I know that way I'm not just throwing money out there and hoping like some 70 year old who've been married for 50 years, they don't need a wedding DJ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they might need an anniversary DJ or something. Mm -hmm. But uh, this idea of scalable, like man, I can like increase my traffic. Um, a certain percentage. If I, yeah, if I put in work, I mm -hmm. should be able to be rewarded for that work. Um, and then you gotta be ready for it though so it's true. not just like alright I'm gonna go do the sponsorship for my business and you never done nothing for your business you don't got nothing on your page you ain't even got contact mm -hmm. but like that goes back to what we started with like you gotta be ready for your opportunity so like don't just go throwing money away but at the same time like you gotta be ready for that like he said man when he was gonna cut T-Mac hair he ain't gonna leave stuff at home Come first on. time he cutting somebody hair oh, you yeah, know he yeah. gonna he gonna make it the best haircut you ever had Yo, yeah. dopest celebrity you've ever cut. I was gonna say DJ Four, but I mean, <laughs> the 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 coolest, not like the most famous, but like in your own personal opinion, who's like your favorite person you've ever cut? I really gotta say it was T Mac. We had, I mean, it wasn't just a a haircut. You know, he invited me to come over, like, yeah. hey, come hoop, hey, this and that, and so it was, it was more than a haircut. Like, did you ever get a dunk? Like getting any dunks in? I'm just. Nah, I'm just we kidding. never play, I never went to play with him, but you know, I shot around. I played when he wasn't there. That's how cool it was. I can go to his house and you know he wasn't even there. Mm -hmm. But uh, we had a lot in common. We talked about basketball, and it's crazy because uh, in '06, I was at the club. I got stabbed. 
I had a team at It sounds like you need to stop going to the club. Yeah, I'm just saying. But it was crazy because I had his All-Star jersey on yeah. that night. And, you know, I brought it to him. I, uh, a lot of my friends signed it. and uh, So I brought it to him and I told him the story. Yeah, and he was like, you can tell he was touched, like, and I and I showed it to him. They had, the, you know, the hose in. And he was like, man, like you, you had my jersey on late late night. I was like, yeah, almost, you know, I almost died that night wearing your jersey. So he signed it. And it was just the feeling was just like, man, man like, man. damn, I like, I made it. I ain't never heard that story. Before. I know, yeah. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah, well, who was the who? Do you have a worst? Like, and don't worry, ain't nobody gonna get mad at you, dog. Like, the like the worst celebrity. Whether or not they were annoying, they were cheap, or you know what I'm saying? Do you, do, I mean, I just cut French Montana hair. It really wasn't even. A, it was like an edge, and it wasn't. It wasn't just the, the worst, but I just hate feeling rushed. Like I need to. Yeah. I need to. So he, he, he was bougie with it. He was like, "Yo, we gotta get out of here." Yeah, he was just rushing me, and he was like, "How long is it gonna take?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah." And you know, I wanna, I wanna do my thing. Like, let me do my. Th- mm-hmm. I, I didn't come here to 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 have do a haircut. And, yeah. And I'm trying to do the edge up top. I already got that. Don't touch that. Uh, just do the beard. And I'm like, so he was real like, like, like woman like with it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, because uh, you know you're gonna be on TV, you're gonna be on Instagram, and I wanna people seeing me posted it, so they wanna see the work come following. Yeah. So right, when they they, right. they see it, it was just, it's just cool. Oh, okay, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't you know you I don't be cool. You yeah, be. I don't work for just be cool. Like I want you to be great when you leave here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's what keeps you know it's one thing to attract. An opportunity, you know, and to execute, you know what I'm saying. But it's another thing to maintain, yeah, and mm-hmm. to sustain at that level. Because I've seen you not only with like T Mac and other NFL players and NBA players, um, and rapper. I mean, I'm talking about like Jermaine Dupri, yeah, Lil Bow Wow, yeah, man. And so obviously, you know, if somebody is feeling it, they gonna continue to spread that word. Yeah, spread the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find I found. That out of all the advertising that we do, word of mouth tends to be the most successful. Yeah, word of mouth is because uh, people come in town. Like, hey, hey, uh, you know where to go, what model to go to. Uh, man, I need a haircut. Like, hit somebody up. Boom, you know. It mm-hmm. still works. And like, I, I never realized like how much it, it definitely does because until I went to school and like living in California, you don't have nobody. You know what I'm saying? And then like we used to, I don't know how to say it. So like the first time I went out there, I went to a barber shop and they charged me like fifty dollars to get a haircut. Mm. And they knew, you know, you you can kind of tell somebody from out of town. So yeah, it's like, oh, no, this is what it is. But um, so then like the next week, we we, lived, we all lived in pretty much the same house as the basketball team. So it was like, all right, well, we're gonna have a barber come to the house such and such day. And I'm like, well, who is this barber? And then by the time we know it, we got two barbers. You know what I'm saying? That's really just because word of mouth, somebody ain't like the first guy. You know what I'm saying? So now you got two people there and it's almost like a battle. Like you got two people cutting hair. So it's just like, who's better who's at this better? point? You know, and that, and that started man, because of word of mouth. Competition breeds success, man. Mm-hmm. So. Yo, well, tell me this, man. Because um, I know we about to wrap up. But, uh, man, we, we kind of connected a few years ago. Over uh, uh, some issues that that that, that kind of happened in both of our lives, and um, you know, you you got this really dope poster on your wall. Shout um, out to my man, my man, I'm my just, man Dave. I don't even do that no more, man. But <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you 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 lost your father a few years back. Yeah, two years. And um, and then literally like the week later, I lost my dad, and. Um, you know, you really helped me get through that that period of my life, man. But what was that like, man? Um, especially a dude like you, like, come on, man. Like, we ain't, let's not let's not like avoid the elephant in the room. Like, Moochie looked like the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> like, he the type of dude that if I'm walking down the street, I'm I'm moving Touch, over. Check your bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't trust that dude. Come man. on, like, let's just be real. No. But like, tell me about that experience, man. Like, how how did that affect you to this day? I mean, it was um, tough. I mean, my dad, uh, he had a lot of health problems, you know, for. He worked on the railroad for uh, 20 years, mm. and uh, ever since then, you know, he got off. He was, you know, take care of his kids. He just started health health issue after health issue, diabetes, and uh, it just it just it just kept going on. So, I mean, I knew that day, you know, was was going to come. You just had to prepare. I had to prepare myself for it. 
And that was, that was tough. But you know, life, you know, life goes on. Like you can't sit and cry about it. You gotta, you gotta get strong and you just gotta overcome it. Yeah. And me, you know, that's what, that's one thing, one reason why I got into the gym and just trying to get my body right. Right. You know, for him, you know, try to really try to live through him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was tough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I remember, man, because I mean, now it's like your, your page has almost gone from like haircutting oh, yes. to like personal fitness. I had, uh, I had to start a whole other uh, barber page. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but so, yeah, because same thing on my end, man, after I lost my, my dad, you know, it was it was devastating. And um, but it definitely fueled me, mm -hmm. especially being a father um, myself. And um, it, it kind of like put me in overdrive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, almost, in the sense. almost definitely overdrive. Like I was like, man, there were so many lessons that I learned from them, um, the good and the bad. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't perfect. Um, but I was like, yo, I want my son to be able to to have me around um, so that I can, you know, just basically mold wow. him and shape mold him. Because I think that's what my father did. Like it was five of us, so he molded. He really molded us and made us the people we are today. You know, I've never been to prison. Never been, you know, been arrested for nothing crazy or, you know, probably just traffic ticket, but, mm -hmm. but I think he just, you know, he taught us and he molded us. So I think when he left his earth, you know, he was cool with what he done. Yeah. So that, that's, that made me think like, okay, this is what a father supposed to do. Like, you know, lead their son. So, I mean, when you, when, when, that, when, that, when that time come, he would know like, okay, I, I done my job. Yeah. Man, most of man. Yo, on, on a lighter note, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I kind of feel the. I, 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 I got to hey, here real quick. I just huh? <laughs> it's like, dang. Uh, here's the deal. You've been cutting for a minute, and um, I mean, when when do you decide it's time to like raise my prices? It was really my brother, like, and my and my uh, fiance. She was just like, you need to be going up on the price. Look what they charging. These people out here charging this, and I was. It's just I had to get out that stage of stop trying to look out for people. Yeah, nobody's gonna look out for you. Man. Like and I and I always do that. Like I'm I'm the the person like you know I give the shirt off my back for anybody. Yeah, but, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know I had to just stop looking out because I was charging fifteen, and I had to look like man these girls are charging twenty thirty dollars for me, bro. Somebody tried to charge me fifteen dollars for an edge up. Yeah, and this like, and then the the quality not matching your price. Nah. So my they my uh. My brother was like, because I was going to go up to 20, and he was like, nah, go to 25. I'm like, man, you sure people going to pay that? I'm like, man, they're they going to pay it. They ain't got no choice. Yeah, mm -hmm. <laughs> they want that experience. But let, let me check this out, though, man. This is when I started to realize we had to raise our prices. Because we're not rich, no. Mm -hmm. We're not the cheapest on the planet. You know what I'm saying? We're we, we kind of expensive. Yeah. But um, it took me a long time to really stomach that. And... Um, and I remember it like it was yesterday, man. I, I sat down with a couple, and we were charging like less than a thousand dollars to DJ. And, um, and and I sat down with this couple. I gave them like my good spill, my good sales presentation. You know what I'm saying? I pulled out all the stops, brought them to the office, had the lights set right, um, told them, showed them all the reviews. Like it was perfect, right? And I got like a hundred percent closing ratio when you come to the office. Like it's one thing. I, I got a pretty decent closing ratio over the phone. But when you come to the office, like, you done came out your way to come mm -hmm. see me. You finna pay a deposit. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is just a no-brainer. But this bride didn't book. And so I was like, yo, I started feeling bad. I was like, what's going on? You know, I, I gave her my best spill, and she didn't book. So a buddy of mine who's a photographer, he calls me up. He's like, yo, I just uh, booked this bride. And, um, you know, I asked him who was their DJ. And, and you know, he, he's looking out for me. He called me up. He's like, yeah, and they said it was you. And I was like, oh, did you book? And, and and the bride told him, no, we didn't book yet. We loved him. He was great. We really liked everything that he did. And um, and, and so Alan was like, well, why didn't you book? She was like, yo, his prices were too low. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? I was like, prices too low? Like, well, who, like, who like, does, who does that? that? You know what I'm saying? They didn't book me because the prices were too low. And, um, you know, because they, they thought the first thing they thought was what? Yeah. Yo, like, he's not that good. Yo, Something he's not wrong. that good. Something's wrong. Something wrong. He's not that good. It's Why like if somebody somebody come up to you, man, offer you some Gucci shoes and they selling them to you for like a hundred dollars. 
You yeah, like, he's yo, he's fake. Mm-hmm. You know, or some J's online yeah. for $40, 50 You like, nah, these ain't no real Jordans. And I got, but like, there's two, there's two sides to that too. And like, just like you said, it was scary because like, I did the same thing with personal training. So like with personal training, when I took my prices up, you got some people that's going to be like, nah, I'm, I'm good. But like, like he said, it's like, it's the quality of the person sometime that you want too. Yeah. Because like, I know Mushi cut my hair since 09 and he's like, all right, bro, you got to pay such and such. Like no it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Because I know that's part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the loyalty. That's growth, the loyalty. Yeah, exactly. Like why wouldn't up. I want my barber to charge more? Or why wouldn't I want my trainer to charge more? Why wouldn't I want my DJ to charge more? Because I want the best. You want the best, so you I mean I'm gonna pay it. I'm gonna have to pay and, it. And like it, that's what it boils down to. It man. really does, man. It's like I tell people all the time. I was talking to a buddy of mine, the dude who's actually holding the camera right now, telling yeah. him he needs to increase his prices. Just not with me, but um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, like when people, people, I shoot out the price, right? And their their initial reaction is like, whoa, that's a lot of money. And my initial reaction is, you're absolutely right. That is a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> like you are absolutely right. That is a lot of money. It's like, you don't walk into a Bentley dealership and get shocked that the car is over a hundred thousand dollars. Like, you know, it's a, you know, Bentley. it's a Bentley. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you and, and you're not going to expect me to travel to Austin from Houston on a quarter take of gas. Like. Yeah. I can't DJ your wedding for five hundred dollars. You work. know, and I'm not going to. But bro, like, tell me, like, did you get some backlash when you raised the prices? Nah, that that was the craziest thing. Like nobody, like the, it's crazy because the friends are the most realist. We're gonna keep it real. Oh, we gonna sure. keep it real. I mean, they, they most people probably was like me and Rich. I was like, dog, it's about time. Yeah. Like everybody, like <laughs> my friends was the most like playing around. Like, man, bro, twenty five. Like, cause they, <laughs> they they paid it though. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. all jokes to the side, but yeah. I didn't lose nobody. I really gained a lot. Like, come on, people would say like, man, you pay for quality. Like, if, you know, people out there charging. How you gonna be the best and you still charging fifteen fifteen dollars? Yeah, it's nah. like you know you gotta move. You gotta stop showing love. Like you gotta. You, and you, but you're still quality. showing love though. Yeah, you're still, still showing love. Just because you raise your prices, people think you become bougie, or like, oh man, he didn't forgot who he was or where he didn't came from. No, it's like, yo, I'm it's trying like, to go was, somewhere. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be the same man I was yesterday. No, mm-hmm. man, I'm growing up. I'm, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, I, I know for me, and I think a lot of people was already paying. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people was already like, paying. Like that yeah. was my next thing because I don't ever remember. Well, I seen it, but like you kind of. You kind of don't see the pricing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know, like, if this is what you normally pay for, like, because I remember the first time I came back from Cali and I was like, bro, I had to pay $50 for a haircut. That's why he laughed earlier when I said that. So, like, ever since then, it's like, man, nah, if I pay them $50 and they ain't even do yeah. half of what he's done, man, like, he's gonna get same or less. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, more or less, he gotta get that. Yeah. Like, that kind of sets the bar. No, absolutely. And he said something earlier, too, that really stuck out. It's, it, it's like a different quality of client. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking, but it, it seems like in our industry, and Mochi, correct me if I'm wrong, bro, but in the wedding industry, it seems like the brides that give us the most headache, and y'all can quote me on this, but the brides who give us the most headache are the ones we give the biggest discounts to. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, y'all, you have no basis or grounds to complain about anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I done gave you a They're free photo it. booth. I done gave you this and that. And you got the nerve to talk about, you know what I'm saying? I was like, well, let's talk about the discount I just gave you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And But the ones that come out and get the hugest package, you know, the $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 package with the bells and whistles and everything mm-hmm. in it, they like no complaints no, and, and, and you know, it's the same quality of service. Like, I'm the kind of guy, I don't care if I charge you five grand or one thousand, you're gonna get this. You know, I'm gonna pour my whole heart out into your performance. You may have like extra stuff in your package, like more up lights or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm still gonna give you, you know, me, what I got. Yeah, I got you. So, but it's a different clientele, man. And I'd rather work five weddings at ten thousand dollars than work a hundred weddings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At a thousand. Exactly. And have that extra time for me and my fam. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and the reason I'm talking so much is because I don't want Moochie to talk while he's doing my edge up. So, y'all don't <laughs> <distract. Yeah. laughs> I'm just saying, like, this is the most important part. This is where the magic happens, man. Like, man. the molding and the shaping. Um, but, bro, like, you have some, you know, another cool thing, too. Like, not only have you cut some high-profile celebrities and famous people and all that's cool and glamorous, but 
tell me this. You've grown up and with some people, whether it be from A-Leaf or from Sharpstown. Southwest. You know, who are you most proud of? It ain't even got to be one person. But it, like, are there some people that, that, that we didn't come up with that that you don't even necessarily see them as famous, but they doing some things now? I ain't gonna lie, my boy, my boy Fendi, man. Like, I'm really, to see him, like, write a book and, 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 and play, be All-American in basketball mm -hmm. and, and just not say, hey, my career over with and went into another whole sport that he never really played and be successful, you know, get five years out of that. that that's just, that's just really a lot, a lot, a lot for me. Like, and I give my, give my big ups to him for not just giving up, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause, you know, a lot of people see that, they, they, they didn't make it, they, they, they give up. But he kept going. Yeah. Yeah, man, and that, that transition is dope, man. Well, I know I'm, uh, I'm not reluctant to hand over this cash. But when did you finally transition over to the cash app, man? Come on. I'm tired of barbers not, like, only accepting cash. Like, <laughs> I'm really, I'm, I'm more of an old school. Because <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate, uh, you got, you got the square read, you got this. I'm like, I'm like, I'm old school with it. Like, where's the cash? Like, but the cash app is just, it's, it's simple, man. You boom, you type the name in, boom, and then send. Yeah. Yeah, they take their little fee out, but they, that's why I make them a send 27. Yep. I, I, I need all mine. You know what I'm saying? Even the feet. I, I, knew, I knew it was real when I opened my cash my, my cash out and Moochie Name popped up on there. Like, <laughs> now, now we talking. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I can get, he can get paid before I even get there, man. But, uh, man, I don't know, It's man, cool to just see somebody grow up, you know, because, like, I'm in sixth and seventh grade, you know what I'm saying? And it's just been cool to, to evolve. You yeah, know, because like we see different you know, stages, you know, because exactly. like even though I didn't grow up all the way here, like every time I came back, man, you fall into these pockets to see the same people. Same, the same people, you know, growing, not just standing man, there, not, just standing not doing there. bad or not, you know, it just just life is, is doing good for them. I mean, you mm -hmm. want to see that with everybody. Yeah, and I think that that empowers you to do better, too, man, because mm -hmm. like we always talk about your circle. So like the people that you're around you can find yourself doing stuff that's like them. So I, I know, like, putting yourself in the, with positive people definitely brings positive. Yeah, positive energy is, is definitely a blessing, man. Yeah, I, I noticed that too, man, as we started penetrating, like, a higher-end type of clientele. You know, I started becoming exposed to certain things. And um, honestly, like, one of the main reasons that, that struggled for me to raise my prices um, was I didn't necessarily feel like I would pay for it mm -hmm. like me personally i was like yo i'm not finna spend two grand on a dj you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. so that that that's that made you yeah bro exactly and so i i was my biggest um stumbling block in my perspective and my ideology and it wasn't until i just kind of like started experimenting i was scared i was like yo i'm not gonna raise my price i'm gonna lose this particular client i'm gonna mm -hmm. lose this prospect so i had to like completely shift my mindset and I was like, I ain't gonna lie, man. The wealthy think totally different than yeah, yeah, their yeah. their views on money is totally different than than folks from the hood. Or, you mm -hmm. know, they, they they use money. They not used by money. Mm -hmm. Y'all better y'all better write like, that down. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They use money. It's not they not sitting here holding on to it. They know that money is their greatest ally, their greatest resource, and they ain't wasting it on stupid stuff either, like depreciable assets and mm -hmm. cars and this and that. They like, yo, I'm gonna spend my money on stuff that's gonna make me money. Yeah. So it wasn't until I shifted my mind that I was really able to own like this new price range, um, you know, because I was stuck in that in that low level price pricing game for a minute. And then when I threw out the high prices and boys was like, yo, that's it. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, I got some other stuff I could throw in there for you too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you even yelling? Before we, like, 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 no joke, tell me this. Um, when I started raising my prices, I noticed that it became easier for me to book gigs. Yeah. Like, no joke. The moment I, it was almost like a sales strategy. No, it right? is. And then, because you got to think, just because of the price, you weed out who is for real and who is not sometimes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because, like, like you said, man, if I'm charging such and such for a haircut, oh, yeah, I'm going to come. I'll be there. I'll be there. 
But like now you booked them and they're not there, well, like shit. Yo, I'm trying really hard to act like a little girl right now. Like, like, don't look at me, no problem. <laughs> That's some alcohol faces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, it's just cool, man. You do weed them out because, like I said, like when I raise my prices for training, you know, tell them that. If they ask a question after that, you pretty much you, you pretty know much know if they get answered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answer or not. And like that's what I said. Like when I first train somebody, I always try to tell them, "Hey, the first day that we train, we're gonna train at five a.m. Come on, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see who the real deal so is." Like I tell somebody twenty five, and they was like, "That's for every day." And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> you want to give me 30? So, you know, I heard <laughs> the first after the day, whose price is going to go up again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, nah, I'm just playing. The next, uh, uh, if you ain't already in the club, yeah, it's going down. But, yo, man, you got anything else, man, you want to send us out, man? What's like the greatest lesson you can probably learn personally, whether it be through cutting hair, family, you know what I'm saying? What what keeps you going dog i feel like nothing is given like you gotta earn it like you just gotta go out there and get it like i mean i i, I lived through that like you know, times and times i was thinking somebody gonna give me a handout like that never came you know nobody's gonna give mm. you a handout that would never come yeah. some people might come too but to me it never came so i had to get out there and just grind myself and just and, and fight through it. No handouts, man. No, no handouts. handouts. Yo, you heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. Metamorphosis, the power to change. Go get your copy right now. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, it's going down, ladies and gentlemen. Well, anyway, man, we appreciate you, bro. No problem, baby. He like, uh, that handshake ain't got no cash in it. <laughs> <laughs>